MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN, hour number three on a Thursday night. By the way, Sean King will be riding with Scott Seidenberg tomorrow. Yeah, man. Wheels up for me. 6 a.m. Got to get out of here. Get back east for a little wedding, which uh, I know the bride and groom, they're not watching right now. Uh, fall wedding's selfish. Oh, I got to miss a college football Saturday. Well, I mean, hey, Notre Dame's probably going to lose, so it might have saved you a little distress. <laughs> to Navy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? Because they gave... Uh, Cincinnati a scare? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, UCF tough. I'm just telling you, it's not going to be an easy win for you guys. I, I hate playing Navy. Um, um, Think about going from the wide open attack of North Carolina, having to all of a sudden come against the option attack of Navy, disciplined. Your guy Marcus Freeman's done quite well uh, against yeah. the against I didn't the say option. the scheme was going to be bad, but he, oh. he can't play. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Um. Well, enjoy. I mean, I'm assuming Moneyline Navy is your bankroll play. That's all $1,000. So, just because I have an opinion doesn't mean that I'm going to play it. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, you seem pretty uh, pretty strong there. I'm just saying, put your money where your mouth is. See what they look like in pregame. Um, Carson Wentz, uh, strong evening. The back door. Uh, those in the Indianapolis Colts house heard some 
rummaging in the backyard. And they said, what's, what's going on? For and they real? raced to the back door. And they're like, oh, my God, I left the door unlocked. Clicked that bolt. Kept the Jets out. Interception inside the 10-yard line. 45-30 to 30 the final score. Josh Johnson had to replace Mike White, who was dealing with a forearm injury. Jonathan Taylor went nuts. 19 carries, 172 yards. Naheem Hines scored the game's first touchdown, a 34-yard scamper, as the Colts get a very important win as they keep their playoff hopes alive, 4-5. and five. And the Jets now 0-5 on the road, 2-6. and six. And hopefully for the Jets and for Sean, because he is a believer in Mike White, the forearm injury sustained in this game is not a serious injury for Mr. White there. He was 7-11, threw a touchdown, but left the game, did not return with a forearm injury. Uh, Elijah Moore, good game for him. Seven catches, 84 yards, two touchdowns in the losing effort. Uh, if you're wondering, touchdown scores, if you had some anytime touchdown props, you talked about Jonathan Taylor. He scored twice. Naheem Hines, game's first touchdown. Michael Pittman also found the end zone. So as you look right there, plus 120, anytime touchdown. And Jack Doyle cashed that 4-1 to one ticket. Josh Doyle. Jack Doyle, easy for me to say, uh, <laughs> scored a touchdown. His only catch, one yard, but it got you four to one. And uh, the Colts get the win. If you took the Colts, congratulations, you got the cover. If you took the Jets, well, you look like you were dead and buried. And at least the last couple minutes, you were uh, alive and had some interest. Absolutely. So, um, by the way, just a reminder, in uh, about 12 minutes in studio, our guy Jim Root Never too early to talk college hoops. Got the Champions Classic on Tuesday. Sean's going to be asking a million questions about the Duke Blue Devils. All right, it is bankroll time. I am out tomorrow, so we're going to do it today. And uh, I want to start with you, Sean. You've been on a little bit of a roll here. A little bit. In the black the past couple of weeks. On a lot. All right, Mr. Confidence. So what do you got on your bankroll this week? Let's update where I am. Get the graphic on the TV up plus 761. So if you guys just follow Big King's bankroll over the last three weeks, you're up $761.50. And listen, we're about to go all in because why wouldn't you take Wake Forest? Chris Chris Paul is going to be delivering the ball to Tim Duncan. I mean, that's the best inside-out combination in all of college basketball. It's it's football. Oh, it is football. And I still have that same faith because David Clawson, and Sam Hartman are the Chris Paul and Tim Duncan this year for the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. I love Coach Clawson to have his team ready to go. What bigger disrespect than to be ranked in the top 10 in the initial college football playoff and the odds makers come out and say that you're an underdog going to a flawed North Carolina Tar Heel team down in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. By the way, that student body's already transitioned over to basketball far as they care, the football season's over, so it's not going to be this crazy, frenzied environment. Wake Forest is going to be able to audible, check, do everything they need to do to expose what's one of the worst defenses in the ACC football conference. I like Wake Forest not just to cover the number, but to win outright. I'm so confident my entire bankroll is on the fighting demon Deacons. They go to Chapel Hill and roll Sam Howell and the North Carolina Tar Heels. You know, the North Carolina defense is 100th nationally in yards allowed per game. And they'll be 106th. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Wake Forest's defense. 
Where's North Carolina? They're right there close. Not a hundred. Not a hundred. That's all right. Remember, I'm plus seven was 61. You are? Let's follow Big King. This is Big King's best bet. Last time I told you guys this, I said go take all the money out your checking account and bet it on Sparty to win outright. And what happened? You celebrated. You went to Target, got some new dinnerware. Dinnerware? <laughs> Courtesy of the fighting Mel Tuckers. I'm telling you, do the same thing this week. Wake Forest, road underdog, wins outright. All right, let's get to my bankroll because you better believe I've got North Carolina on it. Um, and uh, Chris Andrews today uh, letting me know that uh, North Carolina, our Wake Forest three to one ticket count, yet that line has moved towards North Carolina. Interesting. Uh, so I have uh, laid it the two and a half with North Carolina. I do like the over, uh, but I will stay away. So UNC minus the two and a half. Uh, just one of my many uh, plays this week. One ten to win one hundred. I actually start the bankroll tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going to Chestnut Hill, taking Boston College, plus the three, 110 to win 100, and also on the money line at plus 140. Just give myself a little wiggle room there. It's the red bandana game. Uh, it is always a, an emotionally charged evening. Virginia Tech, I know they won last week. Uh, there are murmurs that Phil Jerkovic could return for Boston College for this game. Night game, Chestnut Hill. Virginia Tech doesn't want to be up in New England at night on Friday. So I'm going to take Boston College uh, in that spot against Virginia Tech. I talked about it. I took the 10 earlier this week. I like Liberty in a spot where Ole Miss has played five consecutive SEC games. And they just lost last week to Auburn. They are beating up Lane Kiffin, whether he's lying or not. Probably lying. Said they only had three starters from opening day practice this week. This is the Super Bowl for Liberty. So give me Liberty plus the 9.5, another 110 to win 100. On to West Lafayette, Indiana. Hater. The Purdue Boilermakers and my guy David Bell against one of the worst secondaries in the country, at least yardage-wise, which is, by the way, a little inflated because they played Western Kentucky. Efficiency-wise... Michigan State, 33rd in the country, but ultimate letdown spot for Michigan State. Purdue, I'll take them in the first half for 110 to win 100, plus one and a half, and I'll take them full game, 110 to win 100. Boiler up, hit that big old drum there in West Lafayette. Purdue loves playing the role of spoiler. Okay. Already beat Iowa once this, beat Iowa this year when they were number two. 2018, Rondell Moore. Still running against Ohio State secondary. Then I want to go to Nippert Stadium. Your Cincinnati Bearcats. They are feeling the disrespect. Luke Fickle went on his radio show this week right after the rankings came out asking about who was the playoff committee chair. Does he watch football? So Cincinnati, it's your time to shine. Tulsa has historically played well in this role. They are covering machines when playing ranked teams. But this is put-up time for Cincinnati. College game day is going to be there. This is a spot where you need to flex your muscles. You were just disrespected by the college football playoff committee. You're sitting there at six. You need to leave no doubt. You need to go out and obliterate a team who just lost outright as an 11-point favorite to Navy so I will lay the 13 in the first half. I will lay the 22 and a half for the game. 
Because I would imagine Luke Fickle's not going to take his foot off the gas pedal here. You're going to want to shove it down. Not Tulsa's throat. You're going to pretend like in The Waterboy when they told Bobby Boucher to visualize an attack. That's what they need. They've been pretending that the committee is out there. So I'll lay it with Cincinnati. Arizona State coming off an embarrassing loss to Washington State. They're playing USC. USC just wants the season to be over. It's going to be a sellout crowd. Our good friend, our colleague, Stormy Bonatoni, is going to be on the sideline there reporting, doing a great job, as she always does. And she's going to watch Arizona State put up some points on USC. Drake London done for the year. He accounted for like 45% of their offense. Mm -hmm. He's done for the year. And then it wouldn't be a great Saturday without going out to the island. Give me Hawaii plus the 7.5 against San Diego State. San Diego State struggles offensively. I like the hook here. I will take the 7.5 with Hawaii. Cordero is back. They got beaten up by Utah State, but they're back on the islands. I will take the 7 and a hook because weird things happen late night out in Hawaii. Thank there you go. God, you put Arizona State into your bankroll. You like that? I've never heard you give a bankroll, and I thought you might lose every game. <laughs> like, this is, I mean... Are you trying to, like, just see how far in the negative, in the red you can get? We'll see. That's why. Look, you know. First of all, let me. Uh, first let me, off, I, I know you we said have 30 that. 30 seconds before we have a guest coming in after the break. So yeah. let me just say this about Luke Fickle. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Why? Because people remember what they saw last. You went to Navy and didn't look great. You went to Tulane oh, and talking, didn't look great. Oh, you're telling me to shut yeah, up. Yeah, you can't go out <laughs> and put up these mediocre performances and then get mad when people don't think you're a top five football program. Jesus. I thought you were yelling at me. No, man. I love you, Ginger. <laughs> Jim Root. We're talking college hoops next. <laughs> The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up, folks. It starts tomorrow through the weekend, and VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long. I saw a video on VSIN Twitter feed with. Man, a handsome Femi of Ebefe and Brady Cannon there in New Jersey. Visit vsin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million-dollar top prize. That's vsin.com slash SBNC. So I, I got afraid last segment because I thought Sean was yelling at me. So I, <laughs> I, I called Jim Root, who raced in, and he sat in between us. Jim, you were sitting outside. Sean looks and he goes, shut up. I'm like, whoa. But he was talking to Luke Fickle. I, I got nervous. You yeah. know, I mean, we, it's all fun and games until Sean starts yelling at me. But I don't was, know if I like being a human shield. Yeah, you're, you're, exciting, I needed, I needed the buffer here. No, Jim Root, who uh, if you've seen the show since the start back in February, Jim has been a frequent guest on our show, on our network, does fine work, three-man weave. Check out that website. Uh, if, you want, <laughs> if you want in-depth previews on every team, out there, head over to Three Man Weave. It's three dash man dash weave.com. Those right? dashes are vital. Don't gotta don't gotta have those gashes. So we uh we are less than a week away from the start of the college hoop season. Uh Sean King, my esteemed co-host here, yes, is yes. a very big time Duke fan. So we yes. will get into that. But you know, we want to hit on the big teams and 
let's just kind of go down the futures board and start with the favorite. They were the favorite last year. They get to the national championship. They get their doors blown off by Baylor. But they do bring back Drew Timmy. Uh, they bring back Nemhart. And they get the number one recruit in the country in Chet Holmgren. So when you look at Gonzaga and you see that price, which is not very juicy when it's November, and we saw what we saw last, where are we on Gonzaga and, and how much would you think about maybe even taking a, a gander at that price? I think they're correctly the number one team in the country. I think plus 650 is a little too much for me. I, I, it's, the value is not quite there. I took 10 to 1 right Ooh. after the, the NCAA tournament last year. I, I was just, all right, Holmgren, Timmy's probably coming back after that tournament performance. But at 650, I, I'm not as enthused about it. Uh, they've, they've got a deep stable of wings, but we don't know which ones are going to step up and be the guy. And they don't have that knockdown lights out shooter like, like they did last year with, with Kispert. So that's a little bit of a concern this year. Who steps up for Jalen Suggs? He was Jalen Suggs probably was my favorite college basketball player to watch last year. I loved everything about him. Um, so who tries to fill his role this year? Probably going to be Nemhard kind of escalating into that that number one perimeter option. He, he's a senior now. He's a former five-star recruit. It, it's easy to forget. Way back at Florida, he was a five-star guy. And they've got a couple new five-stars coming in. Hunter Salas and Nolan Hickman, borderline five-star recruits. So they've got talent there. But it's probably going to be Nemhard. It's the perimeter alpha. And then hopefully you get Holmgren to help cover up for some of Timmy's defensive foibles. All right, Sean hasn't been listening to a word you've said. No, I've heard everything. Because, but none he, of it really matters. He's focused on only really one program <laughs> he's, that anybody cares about. Look at it's that. Coach K's farewell song. Is it? I haven't heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think we're losing a game in Coach Shevsky's last <laughs> year, undefeated, on, we may get we may get a call in pregame warmups. Like we might start every game up one zero. Yeah, the box score was filled out wrong. Immediate team technical. Yeah. It's, yep, it's this is going to be, be like prize fighting. It's going to be like boxing. When, like, you know you saw one fighter win, and the judges give a unanimous decision to his opponent. <laughs> like, there's no way we don't make it to the championship. Game. I love that the two-lane green wave great is speaking in first person with, uh, Listen, with Duke. I took an official visit to Duke, painted my face blue, because I've been a diehard Duke men's basketball fan since the Tommy Amaker, Johnny Dawkins See, I love this because I, I, one of my coworkers at Three Man Weave grew up a Duke fan, then went to Indiana, and now he says we for both. And I don't know if that's really allowed, but he's a wee guy with Duke and a wee guy with Me Indiana. Me too. I went to Tulane, played basketball and football, so I say we, but okay. when I say we, like I'm talking Duke. Like my attachment, my emotional okay. roller the, the, coaster really is a lot more advanced when it comes to rooting for Duke. And by the way, can I get your opinion because unlike, and Duke is one of those programs, and, and Tim, you'll appreciate this. One of the reasons that I was down on Clemson's football team was because I know those recruiting classes in the last two and a half years that had those rankings were because they got a Clemson offer. And we're talking football, but in basketball, it's the same way. When Duke offers a kid, yeah. his status, his rank automatically goes up. So last year, I didn't like the kids we brought in. This year, I love our three incoming freshmen. Two of them, A.J. Griffin, uh, Keels are probably going to be lottery picks. And Paolo Banchero, a lot of people think, is going to be the number one pick yep. in next year's draft. So we're back to our Zion Williamson-type recruiting class. I don't love our point guard situation. I'm a little skeptical. Do we have 
great knockdown outside shooting, but what's your opinion on, on where the ceiling is for this year's Duke team? I, first of all, I think you're spot on about the Duke recruits. And when Coach K offers a guy, they, they go up. Like Chase Jeter is a guy that I remember. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Good recruit. Yeah. Not, not, the, not where he ended up uh, being ranked. But, yeah, this, this crop is outstanding. I think Griffin would have been even higher had he not been hurt his senior year of high school. I mean, he's probably a top five guy if he's fully healthy. And Ben Caro is, like, unbelievable. He is so good. He, he can handle the ball. He can shoot, but he's also 6'10". I, I saw him just posting up guys in their exhibition game, and mm -hmm. you know it's men among boys, and, and he's also a wing. Like, it's crazy. And, and they bring enough back from last year that they have experience. And you mentioned point guard. I think Roach will be good enough. He shouldn't a, be a That dude. freshman to sophomore league. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm believing in you. He'll, he'll be fine. Because I sent an He'll email to Coach K, like, I mean, if you need me to help us find a yeah. point guard, I can. <laughs> I'm not really sure, like, the evaluation process that got Jeremy Roach there, but I believe in the development within can the program. Can you not knock guys from my area? I mean, hey, listen. Come on. This is Duke. Paul the Sixth, shout the out. Standard I mean, high. I'm used to Jay, Will, Jay, uh, Jay Williams, uh, Bobby Hurley. Chris uh, Duhon. Yeah, Chris Duhon, Wojanowski. Like, I'm used to guys that bring elite skill sets mentality. You think Wojciechowski brought elite skill hey, set as a sophomore? Hey, listen, he's going to distribute the ball, not turn it he over. Took a charge of it. He's going to play defense. The floor, That's right. Know? Which yeah. I've yet to see Roach do. Yeah. All right. I, I think I think Jeremy Roach is a little higher on that. So the before, rivals ranking than Steve Wojciechowski. the rest of college basketball, what do you think our chances are to win Can you ACC? stop saying our? Can you at least address and them as Duke? Are we a national championship contender? You're a contender, for sure. I, I, I think top 10 team with, with a high ceiling because of the young guys. And maybe last year there's some hesitance because of what they did and didn't make the tournament. 13 like and 11. Said, we almost fired Coach K. Hey, maybe they would have made a run in the tournament if they didn't have the, the COVID issues they ran into. But Wendell Moore, Jeremy Roach, they're back. They have some veteran leadership to go with this great young crop. I, I, I think they're going to be really good. I, I, that's, I have them right back in the top 10, and as most people do. And Music to my yeah. ears. Now I'm locked in. All right, now we can continue. Gonzaga and Duke, the Friday after Thanksgiving here in Las Vegas. That will be absolutely spectacular. We're going. Jim Root, I'm going to be out of town. Uh, Jim Root at Second Chance Points on Twitter. I would have loved to go. Uh, by the way, Las Vegas, the week of Thanksgiving is Great. going to be Great. unbelievable. It is. UCLA, Gonzaga, the Maui Invitational. Oh, my gosh. It's gonna... I'm sleeping in the gym. It, I don't Whatever gym it is, I'll be there. The weekend prior, Michigan and uh, Arizona, Wichita Arizona. State. Yeah, it's going to be. It's gonna by be. the way, shout out to the job that Jawan Howard has done. How, let's, do, let's go right there. over yeah. for the University of Michigan, Michigan basketball program. They've been phenomenal. He's been recruiting as well as anybody in the in the country. At DraftKings right now, second shortest odds. we got about two minutes or so. Michigan, where do you have them this year? I have them top 10. I, I, I think they're number two in both Ken Palm and Bart Torvik. A couple analytics sites really like them. I'm not quite there. They, they've got some youth that needs to perform. Caleb Houston being the, the main recruit that's coming in. They bring in a point guard from the Sun Belt and Devontae Jones from Coastal Carolina. They're going to be really good. They're going to be based around Hunter Dickinson inside. I'm just Shout out DMV. There you go. DeMatha. Players from your area. Um, I, I, I just want to wait and see a little bit. And I, maybe I shouldn't at this point. Jawan Howard has earned the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. I, I did this last year. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know. It's not the same roster that he had. He loses his point guard to center. Boom. One seed, top five team. They could easily do that again this year. The Big Ten is tough, though. There, there's some other teams in that league that are very, very challenging. Uh, before we hit a break, uh, a team that was the first future I fired on because I had the feeling Colin Gillespie would be back coming off that MCL tear. 
Um, Villanova now at DraftKings, third shortest odds at 14 to 1. Was able to grab it at 25 to 1. Do they have the depth to make a run to a national championship? My worry is, you know, Robinson Earl's gone. Who replaces him? Yeah, I don't I don't know the answer to that yeah. question. Their interior defense is probably the the weakness. I like that 25 to 1. I also have it. I wouldn't recommend 14 to 1. I, I think that there's enough change in value there. Uh, and and just yeah, the in, interior defense, and they need this freshman class coming in that is solid top 100 guys but not stars right away they need those guys to come in off the bench and and help out behind gillespie justin moore jermaine samuels the other senior that returned they need a little bit from that group and we haven't seen it yet and because they don't have that five-star price tag we're not ready to to bless them with brian antoine's hurt again right that was the guy I was banking on to, to yeah. lift the ceiling for them. Shout out and to the fight in Rick Brunson's. I don't even know how they do it. Jalen Brunson, too? They got him on? Yeah, like yeah. a little small little program, and they just have ballers every year. Good job. Two national championships. I mean, it's because Jay Wright knows how to dress well. He does. Well. That dude, he is Sharp. a slick dresser. All right, Jim's going to hang around for one more segment, get some sleepers to keep an eye on early on in the season. Champions Classic. Got a lot to get to. It's the nightcap here on DC. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCasts in Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, L.A. with Danielle Alvari, and now Denver, as well as uh, we've got uh, New York now with Will Hill. I've got the old Reed here that doesn't have New York on it, Jim. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. I should throw Reeds out when we get new ones. So that, that's something I'll work on here. But Jim Root hanging out. Check out the website. It's great. 3-man-weave.com. It is a site that you must check out heading into the college basketball season, which starts on Tuesday night. Sean King, who has uh, taken off his Michigan State hat for a Duke hat right now. Um, Before we get into the Champions Classic, which opens the season, which will be spectacular, as it always is, let's go looking at the Futures board again, a team that is a notable name, but that you think you can actually find maybe a little bit of value on in the futures market, Jim? I think the one I'm looking at right now on the current board is Tennessee. Okay. They're a little bit down the board at 60-1, to uh, but I I think this is a top 15 team, and and Ken Palm's preseason rankings agree, and if you can, you know, you get that kind of value at 60-1, to I'm into that. They could win the SEC. That is, that is not outside the realm of possibility. There's questions at Alabama. There's questions at Kentucky. Arkansas it has had its struggles in the exhibition season. So I think Tennessee, a team that brought in a five-star point guard, has a lot of athletes, has a fifth-year senior back at center. I think that's a good gamble out of the SEC. All right, so Tennessee, a nice long shot. Uh, I just pulled up... Uh, Blue Ribbon season preview. They have him at 10 as well. Uh, okay, so that's the team. That's There's maybe some value there. Notable name. What about a team that's too high? The odds are too short uh, in your opinion. I'll go UCLA here. I, I think there's a little 
recency biased what they did in the NCAA tournament. Bring back everyone. Yep, and they're at you know two or three in odds basically everywhere. That's it's a little rich for my blood. Uh, I would have them kind of in the top ten. I think that that run mattered. What they did last year mattered, and we should we should pay attention to it. But had it not happened, they'd probably be fringe top twenty-five right now, and. It almost didn't happen. There were games in uh, you know, Michigan State game. No, they were down double digits yeah. in Michigan State. Would have lost their last five to end the season had they gone down there. And, and yeah, would have been fringe top 25. So having them top two or three too much, they, they play Villanova early. They play Gonzaga in November. It could drop a couple and, and maybe the value steps up there. And if you want to bet them at 20 to one or something, you, you could see that. I know numbers aren't out yet, um, but next Friday night, which... That's going to be spectacular, Mr. King. Yes, it is. 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern. Villanova goes to Pauley Pavilion. Villanova, man, they're, they're almost doing like a Gonzaga thing because the Big East is down this year. Their schedule, Jim, is no joke. UCLA, they, have the, they go to Connecticut. They play Tennessee on the other side of the brackets. What, UNC and, and Purdue? Purdue, yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. And then they have a Baylor. Later yep. on the season, they got the Gavit games. They'll play. A, I don't remember which Big Ten team it is, but yeah, they they're they're for real. Yeah. So um, I don't know what that line's going to be. Would you fade UCLA in a spot against Villanova? It comes down to number for me. I know that's the lame answer. I would but... I would say I don't know what Ken Palm has it projected. I would assume the home team would be laying like two or three. Would you think that's fair? That's probably fair. If it gets up where you know UCLA would be laying six or seven, that's that's too much. It's reminiscent of last year when Villanova went on the road to Texas, right after Texas had won the Maui Invitational. Oh, I love Villanova in that spot. And and they won outright. Yeah, yeah it, it was you know Villanova experienced team on the road against maybe a team that's been reading some some press clippings by that point, and I, I think UCLA may have seen a few this off season. Uh, I think Villanova's a good value as a dog there. You don't get Jay Wright as a dog very right. often. Yeah, and that'll be a fun game. That'll be next Friday. Let's get to opening night of the college basketball season. Games you can bet on right now at DraftKings. Lines are up. Uh, they'll be up soon here in Las Vegas, too. Let's start with the early games. So the Champions Classic this year is at Madison Square Garden? Yes, sir. So Madison Square Garden, uh, this has been going on for a number of years. Last year, it was uh, Kansas and Duke and Kentucky, Michigan State, right? If that memory serves correct. Oh, yeah, it's the same four. Yeah, yeah they, yep. but they, they alternate who they play each year. So oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Michigan State is playing Kansas. Kansas is laying five. Jalen Wilson's out. He had a DUI, so he's missing the first couple of games. There's Isn't there rumors that Remy Martin and – so Remy Martin's a transfer from Arizona State. He's mm-hmm. coming into Kansas. Isn't there rumors that he and Bill Self aren't seeing eye to eye? Yeah. Is this a spot to, to take the dog? I'm I'm unsure. I, I think kind of what I'm hoping for is that a lot of people buy into that and do take the dog, and uh, I can buy back on Kansas. Okay. At, at, I mean, I would love to see it get down to three. It won't, but uh, maybe even at four, I would consider it. Uh, Martin, he didn't start in their exhibition game, and there's a tweet that Bill Self was Bill Self was yelling at him about defense, even as Martin was going on a scoring surge. I watched, and I thought he looked pretty good. He was very engaged. Like he, The energy was there. He wasn't like tuning Bill Self out. I think it's a good coach-player relationship more than uh, it's getting coverage as. So I kind of lean Kansas there. Um, Michigan State, not always a great early team in the year. Uh, Izzo's team usually takes a little while to get going, figure out his rotations. They bring in a bunch of new guys. Their, their best player might be a, a transfer or a freshman. So I'll lean towards Kansas there. Hopefully, as it gets closer to tip and as more books come available, it'll it'll get bet down and we'll see some value on the Jayhawks. All right, the other game that Sean is 
waiting attentively to hear the breakdown of. Who, listen, who's playing? Oh, some team. Yeah. Wins championships. <laughs> yeah. They both wear similar colors. Kentucky, Duke. Duke right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, a slight minus one favorite against the Wildcats. Wildcats, they went and they got uh, the kid from Davidson. Um, Kellen Grady. Yep. So we didn't talk about Kentucky. Before we jump into this game, what are your thoughts on the Wildcats this year? Kind of a mystery box. Yeah. We've never really seen John Calipari do this. It's usually five-star freshmen and, and maybe one or two guys stuck around from the last class, but now he's got four transfers with a ton of college basketball experience. And Grady scored 2,000 points at Davidson. Oscar Shibwe is a junior, former five-star West Virginia. guy. Yep. Uh, Severe Wheeler's coming from Georgia. He's a third-year player. C.J. Frederick from Iowa was on that great team last year, a terrific shooter. Why did all these guys leave Iowa? Because their coach is a nut job? Well, maybe. Yeah. Because <laughs> Nunge yeah. left, right? He's in the, the big, big East now. Yep. Wieskamp went pro. Yeah. Frederick, Frederick is here. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple of McCaffrey's on the roster, and maybe they were clearing out shots for the, for the coaches' <laughs> kids. That's what they're doing. But with so much experience on this Kentucky team, it's, it's hard to know what to expect. I was going through it trying to find a comparison from Calipari's history there, and I don't think they've ever ranked above like 330th in experience per Ken Palm. They could be top 150 this year with these seniors that they're going to play. So hard to, ex- hard to figure out what to expect. I'm kind of high on them just because it's yeah. – talent and, and they should be motivated to play under him and win because not a lot of those guys won big at their previous stops so real quickly for sean he, he doesn't care what you say he's just gonna no, i'm listening lay the points with duke but duke kentucky any feel on this one not a ton they right now i'm kind of thinking it's a stay away i'd probably make kentucky like a half point favorite but that's nowhere near enough to put me on them even though they are plus one uh, I was telling Sean between between breaks here, I watched that Duke exhibition game, and their defense is fierce. What? And I, the, Kentucky's got some ball handlers, but Ty Ty Washington, the freshman, is going to have a lot of pressure on him. I know you don't love Roach, but he can get in your grill defensively. We'll see. I mean, he's a blank canvas for me this year. Okay. I'll fill it in pretty fast if I don't see any changes. But let me just remind our viewers, our listeners, our followers. Two years ago, we came into this same tournament. Duke was ranked number four. Kentucky was ranked number two. Uh, R.J. Barrett scored 33. Cam Reddish scored 22. Zion Williamson scored 28. And we beat Kentucky 118 to 84. I thought they turned the scoreboard off in that yes. one. It was such a We an have three freshmen that rival those three. We're back on top. From an evaluation standpoint, I expect the same results. I expect our talent to overwhelm the University of Kentucky next Tuesday. We need a counter on the show of how many times... Sean refers to Duke as our. Uh, our, we, us. Yeah, yeah, we need a counter, like a yeah. ding, ding. We uh, Jim, family. Jim Root hanging out with us. <laughs> uh, we got about a minute, so let's get weird and wacky. Uh, teams, early on, go as far off of the radar as you want. Who are teams people should look to back early on in the season? Maybe the market is going to be low on them. I, I tried hard to stay on the main board here. Okay. We're not going all the way to the extra board, but FIU is one. Florida International, team that lost its final like 15 games last year. It's just a, a COVID rut. There are a few teams that you got to throw out last year. They're one. I think they beat Georgia on opening night. Ooh, there's, okay. There's my uh, first kind of upset pick. I think Cincinnati's going to be a lot better. They fired their coach because he was like endangering the, the safety of players last year. That's that the AD's words, not mine. So I, I think they're going to be a lot better. Or not Archie. Um, 
Sean. Uh... Oh, this was John Brannon. That they yeah, fired. no, no, but they brought in UNC Greensboro. Yes, coach. Wes Miller. Wes Miller. I, I love. I, I think he's yeah. going to be terrific for them early on. And then New Mexico State. Okay. A team that's similar to Florida International, where last year was a lost season. They couldn't practice at home. I, I like them. Early. All right. FIU, New Mexico State, and Cincinnati. Well, I have it written down. There we go. Yes. Those are the teams Jim Root says, look out early on. That's Jim Root at Second Chance Points. Check him out on Twitter. It's the Nightcap. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, 
I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Thanks again to Jim Root for hanging out for a couple segments, giving like us his him. thoughts as like we get ready for the college basketball season. I got a five-hour flight tomorrow, Sean. I have got all my college basketball uh, notes ready to go, and I'm going to be reading up for five hours on my flight across country. Getting ready. I love the college basketball season. I love college football more, but I, uh, I love college basketball. I'm putting the finishing touches on uh, my pick five plays for tomorrow. Oh, Breeders the Breeders' Cup, Cup yes. Yeah, my daily doubles that I plan to. Uh... So what's your game plan? I'm curious. Uh, Sean, if you missed it, we had Ron Flatter on, and you two, I mean, you – you were like kids in a candy store talking about the Breeders' Cup tomorrow. Yeah. So what is your plan? When do things get going at Del Mar? Uh, you do have to work tomorrow night. Yeah. So Me and Scott. I'm excited. Yeah, you and Scott Seidenberg. Uh, what is the plan for you tomorrow? And and you said the big races are on Saturday, though, right? Well, no. So tomorrow is the two-year-old races. So those are just as big, but they're younger horses, less experienced. So there's a lot more variance, in my opinion, from what kind of effort you're going to get. Uh, then Saturday, those are older horses. You've seen a lot of them run, you know, multiple times. But I, I, I have a couple horses identified that are going to be some nice prices. And if I'm right. You know, tweet these out? No. Why not? Because. We are a gambling network. We are. You are. We are. The difference in horse racing is because it's paramutual and they're prize pools. Right. The more people that are in the prize pool means less amount of money. That you receive if you're right. I don't like that. I will tweet afterwards. I don't like that. No. You know what I'll do is I will do this. Once the sequence starts, I'll tweet you. I'll tweet out my ticket. All right. I'll at, do that. At real Sean yes. King. But like if I have a 20 to 1 shot, like a pick five sequence means that, okay, over these five races, you've got to pick which horse is going to win each race, depending upon how many horses you have in each race. Right. The ticket can go from $1 to, I mean, $10,000. And in the third leg, if I like a 20-to-1 shot, I might have only that horse. But if I tweet out that I like that horse and, like, somebody adds him that would have never added him, you know, then I lose the pick five sequence. So once the sequence starts and you can't get into it, then I'll tweet it out because I don't mind if they have that horse on a win bet or something like that. But because of the type of wages that I'm playing, I will tweet it out after the first race and that sequence goes off. What is your – of Horse racing, what is your favorite event? Is it the well, it's always the Kentucky Derby. Okay. You know, simply because. Have you been? Of, yeah, been to multiples. 
it's a great time. I yeah. mean, the parties are unbelievable, you know, uh, but Breeders' Cup is a close second. You know, Breeders' Cup is much more international. Mm-hmm. Like, there'll be, you know, really rich people from Japan. I mean, horse ownership, you know, takes <laughs> quite a bit of money. <laughs> what happened? Russell Westbrook's <laughs> What did he do? He's got the look on his face. It's 103-101. Uh-huh. Thunder have come back. They've taken the lead over the Lakers. Russell Westbrook's driving down. He tries to do the old scoop over and someone's head the and ball just throws the... it out of bounds. Yeah, he had the look on his face like I messed up. I mean, that is... By the way, what's going on with LeBron? Like, I feel like he's, yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt. He's out for at least a week with, uh, I think, an abdominal strain. Yeah. But having said that, yeah, it's a sorry. bunch of beautiful people at Breeders' Cup. There'll be people from Europe. There'll be people from Saudi Arabia, from, you know, United Arab Emirates. Like, this is a who's who. Everybody will be suited and booted. You're going to you know. suit up just sitting there watching? No. Where, what's the plan? Where are you no. going to watch? You're going to watch a sports book? At a private, at a private location. Oh. I actually have an area reserved for me. Excuse me. Yes. Excuse so, like, I'm really me. serious when I'm playing, like, these events. I don't want anyone talking to me. Like, <laughs> I need to focus. You know, I need to make sure that, that I have my thoughts right. So, I'll let you know. Hopefully, it goes really good. Wow. I just, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander with the Thunder up three hit one from the logo. He's actually really good. And he's tremendous. So, are we on a delay? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. This was to make it 101.95. Oh. Uh, I don't usually bet, and I, I should have. Uh, but that's, a lot of people like the uh, Thunder tonight. Oh, LeBron's out. They were laying ten and a half against yeah. the Thunder. They weren't going to be up for this. The, the Lakers, by the way, entering today, uh, tied for the worst against the spread in the NBA, two and six. They're always overvalued. And what's the veteran team? Record? I think they were four and five and three or four and four entering today. Um, but LeBron's going to be out for at least a week, um, and they're going to take their time coming back. Uh, the Lakers were five and three entering today. Uh, but two and six against the spread right now, down two uh, to the Thunder. Uh, this one with 21 seconds to go. All right, before we uh, before we get on out of here, let's uh, let's revisit the bankroll. Okay. Uh, Sean's is simplistic as it is often. There it is. Boom. Right. Boom. Wake Forest. Dave Clawson on the money line. Sam Hartman. By the way, I think Sam Hartman's going to win ACC Player of the Year. I would say there's uh, him or um, they'll beat Kenny Pickett and Tucker. Pittsburgh. And Tucker from Syracuse is running wild. Yeah, he is. And be hard though if, if Wake goes undefeated and wins the conference. True, very true. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're thinking about ACC futures, this game. Remember, if you had an ACC future in Wake Forest and they were to lose, like I think they will, it doesn't affect it because this is a non-conference game. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, this is. I don't a, know if Wake Forest knows that. <laughs> this is a non-conference game. They are in two different divisions yeah. uh, in the ACC. And I actually thought it was a smart idea by these two programs to schedule a home-and-home because instead of playing, you know, Old Dominion, shout-out Old Dominion, laying three. Banksy's one of Banksy's plays. Banksy and uh, Brad Powers. Yeah. That was his second favorite play. That was. His number one play was Navy over 46-and-a-half versus Notre Dame. Yep. His number two play was Old Dominion. Yeah, I got got Navy-Notre Dame at 46 over. It's now 47-and-a-half, so we'll see if that – uh, ultimately comes home. But uh, I like what they've done. So, yes, uh, Wake Forest, UNC, a little oddity. But, yes, it is a non-conference game uh, tomorrow. I'll give you my bankroll a little bit longer, obviously, than uh, than Sean's. I'll be honest. I didn't love the board this week. Uh, the Lakers are going to lose, yeah, by obvious, the way. Yeah, because you bet everything. Uh, I do like Boston College tomorrow night at home, getting some points, red bandana game, emotional game, night game. So I'll take the three and the money line. I like UNC. 
minus two and a half. They will go to the doghouse if, in fact, they lose that game. But I think UNC will uh, will light up Wake Forest. <laughs> I do like. But I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. I just made a sound. I'm saying light up their defense. I know what you're I saying. I think they'll give up points. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe yeah, Wake Forest. You know, they'll clamp down like they did against Army. Um, I like Liberty plus the nine and a half at Ole Miss. Uh, with Matt Corral banged up, with that Ole Miss team banged up, this being Liberty Super Bowl. Ole Sean's, Miss wins by 21. Sean's favorite uh, prospect in uh, Malik Willis. Uh, <laughs> getting an opportunity there uh, to make a big statement. Uh, Purdue, baby. Terrible take. Pound that drum. See, it's funny, folks. Sean is has this confidence, this oozing confidence that he pushes out on air, but between breaks... He has said multiple times this week that he is scared. Terrified. And, yeah. Terrified is the word I actually use. <laughs> so I'm I'm taking your terrifiedness, which is not a word, and I'm playing it. I, I like Purdue. Man. Eleven to one ticket count Man. at South. This Maine game does have me nervous. Eleven to one. I mean, my guys are going to Sleepy Lafayette. Lion hasn't moved. Whew. Why is the line not moving? Come moved? on, Mel. Eleven to one tickets at South Point. Line hasn't moved. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on Purdue first half, full game. Cincinnati, as Sean scared me yelling at Luke Fickle earlier. Yeah. Come on, Luke. Like, be honest, man. Like, you, this isn't his first rodeo. I know. Like, you're out there looking pedestrian, then you wonder why they ranked you, you know, where the pedestrian teams are. If you want to get – this thing is set up so a non-Power 5 doesn't get in the college football playoff. Luke Fickle, if you want to change that, then look like you deserve to be in the top four. You can't be out there with the flim flammery versus Navy and at Tulane looking like an average ball club. With a backup Get your guys to play at a higher level and at a better standard. I know it's not fair. It's never going to be fair for a non-Power 5 school. That's why it's such a big debate and discussion. Yet the part you can control is how your team looks. And so far, they have not looked like one of the top four teams in the country. Change that over the last three, four games of the season, and you probably get in. And that's why I'm going to lay the points. I hope they show up. Show up, Cincinnati. Well said by Sean King here. Wrapping it up, Arizona State minus 8.5 against USC, and we go out to the island late night, plus 7.5. You just wanted to stay up late and watch a game? That's, that's why you true. bet Hawaii? Pretty much. I love betting Hawaii. That's why I have the T-shirt. You know, Don't worry. I can't worry. believe still a you game went against Sam Hartman. Like, that baffles me. But, I mean, good hey, player. It is what it is. It's a good player. Josh Downs, top Five receiver in the in the country. He's good. Sam uh, Sam Howell, best quarterback the Wake will have faced all year long. They got dudes. Yeah, they this got is the dudes. Best offense North Carolina's seen this year. They have nothing to play for. We'll Their see. Their defense is terrible. We will see. Wake Force is worse. Let's go, Dave Clawson. <laughs> we got a cigar bet on that one. We do. We got another cigar bet this week. What's uh, the other one? I think it's. Uh... Hold on. Oh, yeah, we got to get that cigar bet in. Uh, Auburn, Texas A&M. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Go, go Aggies. Gig them. I got to sneeze, so hopefully we get out of here before Jimbo Fisher's I leaving sneeze. for LSU, Texas A&M. That, no, Mel Tucker's taking that job. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Greg Peterson filling in for Scott Seidenberg. He's up next right here on v MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.